sis, got a minute? Did you know that TWT hosts monthly masterclasses and they are F-R-E-E free? Yes, sis, I said free. So go on over to Tuesday with Tamika backslash events and register for our upcoming monthly masterclass. You do not want to miss it. And listen, no sis left behind. Grab your homegirls, grab your auntie, grab your cousins and them, and let's get to healing. Hey, 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 happy Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you all so much for joining me for yet an episode, yet another episode of Tuesday with Tamika, where you guys already know what it is. We believe in lifting as we climb, turning our trials into treasures, living a life to inspire and not impress and allowing God to fully restore us. I am super excited about this episode that we're going to have today. I know that it is going to be impactful, empowering, and encouraging. Before we jump in, just in case you're new to this podcast, let me tell you guys who I am. I am Tamika of the Tuesdays, and I believe that I have been put on this planet to help women heal, elevate, and become fully restored. And on this podcast, I have the privilege and the honor of bringing in amazing guests that share their life stories, that truly share their heart to help folks get to the next level. Whether you are a business owner, a mother, or simply a student trying to figure out your purpose, I think that you landed on the right street. And I'm super excited that you're here with us today. So to kick our podcast off, I have this anchoring thought. As I am watching some of the football players on my son's team condition and get prepared for this season, I see them taking the laps. I see them at practice. And a lot of times, people that participate in sports or really anything to, for that matter, we have to condition. We have to prepare for it. And oftentimes, you put in all these extra hours to prepare and to get fit and to get ready for you to run the race. But picture this. Imagine you are doing all of this practicing, all of this preparing, and then there's a detour. There's something that happens. There's many athletes that I, I have watched over the years that they get a, an injury that right before the, in the preseason that really changes the way that the season looks for them. I have a sneaky suspicion that some of you that are listening to the podcast, either this resonates, it will happen, or you're right in the middle of your preseason and you're doing all the conditioning, but there's something that happens. I believe that my guest, today's amazing guest, is going to have a lot to contribute to that thought. I know that he was on a path and then boom, life happened. So without further ado, I want to welcome my amazing guest to the podcast. Hey, Danny, you have a minute? Hey, sis, hey, sis you got, got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? I have a minute. I'm here. Awesome, Danny. I'm super excited and grateful for you to be on the podcast to share your story. Tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself. So my name is Danny Covey. I'm a marketer, 
graphic designer and amateur video producer. I'm the husband to a fantabulous wife named Carly. I'm the father of three amazing kids, and I'm also the survivor of eight heart surgeries. Wow, eight heart surgeries, but yet you have been able to become a marketer, become a, an amazing husband, continue to be a great father. So I can only imagine you didn't plan any of this in your life. You were going about your life, living life, doing things, you know, the day-to-day things. And then bam, here comes the first heart surgery. Tell us how that even came about and how did you feel? Where were you at in your life during that time? Well, I, I find it interesting that you're talking about football tonight because I want you to think back to school. Uh, I was never the kid that got picked last on the football field. In fact, I wasn't even on the field. Um, From a young age, I was never allowed to participate in sports. And I've always kind of joked that I never knew my gym teacher. Um, (laughs) So my first surgery actually predates my memory of it. Um, I was born with a congenital heart uh, condition. And at 18 months old, I had my first open heart surgery. And that began, that really is my parents' story. And it began with multiple fainting spells, uh, Uh. emergency rooms, uh, multiple visits to cardiologists. And eventually I was flown across Canada to Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. And there I had an experimental surgery uh, with a 20% chance to live. And uh, spoiler alert, I lived. (laughs) Wow. So Canadian, eh? So you're from Canada. How how did growing up with this this actual, like this label, right? Because I can imagine as a mother, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure your your wife, and even you as a parent, you can probably co-sign to this. When our children are facing difficulties, we want to do our best to keep them safe. So I can imagine that your mom probably kept you in a metaphorical bubble and probably even a literal bubble at times. It's it's interesting because I look back, um, surprisingly, my parents were not helicopter parents. They they had a strong faith in God and they trusted my outcome of my health to him. So while there was a lot that I couldn't do physically, they didn't overprotect me as well, which now that I have children of my own, I kind of wonder, would I have been that, (laughs) would I be the same way with my kids that my parents were with me? So uh, it's something that I've thought about. But after that first surgery, when I was one, I had another open heart surgery at age eight. And uh, again, had work done on my aortic valve, which was uh, not operating properly. It had a uh, missing leaflet and it just wasn't functioning the way it should. And so I had uh, within five years between 1985 and 1990, I had five surgeries in five years. Wow. Wow. Talk about a condition of the heart. You, you're literally like walking and talking condition of the heart. And yet it, it's so interesting because even as you're talking, I, 
I, I often see things as parallels. So as a marketer, I could only imagine that there's people that you are really, that, that you're lucky to work with and that, you know, they trust you with their marketing, but yet they are helicopter parents to their business. And so they don't fully give you all the rights and reins. Do you see that being a hindrance and not allowing people to fully grow and develop like you have been able to so graciously do? Like, I bet people probably tell you all the time they you don't even look like the things that you've been through. So I want to relate this to business. Mm -hmm. How does this parallel or how does this even like mimic the same thing when people um, they don't give you reins to do everything that you want to do as a marketer. Um, I would say in my personal life and in business, I'm a huge proponent of ask for forgiveness, not permission. Um, and I think the parallels that I see with so many surgeries, I've had to fight mm. to, to just to fight, to do the things that I feel I should be able to do. And then I liken that to business. No one's going to hand you things and tell you, oh, we're going to allow you to do this. There's a lot of things that if you have a vision for it, you have to advocate to get that done. No one's going to give you permission in, in some cases. And often you have to fight to make your vision made known. Oh, that's good. That's so good, Danny. I, I truly believe that. And I think that, you know, I don't believe that like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of on the um, on the fence with this because I, you know, there's a lot of people that believe that God allows things to happen for mm -hmm. like a testimony. But then I also believe that things are permitted and then we have a opportunity to decide how how it's going to be written. And so you fought instead of because I'm sure your parents have told you stories or you've heard stories of people that have had this a similar um medical issues as you and they don't have mm. the same prognosis and mm. and the same with business right people that may not you know they don't have the same prognosis in business because they're not willing to fight for that right and i i think to your point some people have this crab mentality when let's say you have a vision for something uh i think it's wise to protect that vision when you step out into the business world and attempt something, because other people are going to see you trying things, stepping out of your comfort zone, attempting to do what they feel they could do, but won't. And so I don't, I wouldn't label it jealousy, but I think there's a measure where people see you risking and yeah. there's something admirable about that, but it also reveals in them, Hey, I'm not stepping out of my own comfort zone. Mm, and they don't know the fight that it takes, right? Like I can say, as a business owner, I, I've heard people, you know, no one's bold enough to say it to my face, but I've heard people say stuff like, oh, I'll just do a podcast, or I'll just write a book, or I'll start a coaching program, but they don't understand the fight it takes. They don't no. understand the work that goes into it, and how you have to continuously be pers persistent and also um, evolve and change in, in this marketing space. How have you seen that like with chat GPT and all the AI stuff, how has that affected you affected your business or how have it, how has it up to your fight? 
to be candid, chat GPT right now, I'm, I'm old enough to say this. It reminds me of the Y2K frenzy uh, years <laughs> yeah. ago. We're kind of on the cusp of this new technological development. And we're all kind of like holding our breath to see where does this go? How does this affect the future of things? In, in my own work, I'm already seeing uh, things wake relating to content writing or content marketing, I can give chat GPT or AI a few sentences and it'll produce well-written documents that would have taken somebody uh, feasibly hours to produce. So I don't know where it's going. I'm kind of looking at it like a lot of other people wondering, let's see. I don't know. I'm kind of holding my breath, I think, with everyone else as well. Yeah, because it it definitely has its risk, but I think it's so beneficial. I mean, as someone that uses it, it -hmm. has literally cut down on my time of doing things like tremendously. Hey, TWT family, I want to talk to you guys about a new super fruit that I have been using in my daily life. Now, listen, if you are new to TWT or if you're a loyal family member, you know that we believe in holistic healing, mind, body, and soul. And Tanisha Noni has really helped with that body component. I have been having some aches and pains in my joints and in my knees and in other parts of my body, as well as some stubborn weight. And incorporating Tanisha Noni into my daily habits has really helped. Y'all, I'm seeing results and I want you to get those same results. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes to learn more or email us at TuesdayWithTamika.com and simply put no name and we'll tell you more. I want to talk a little bit more and lean into this idea of fighting because not only have you been able to fight for your life and fight through the surgeries, but you also, is it a black belt? Is it, am I right in saying that? It, yes, you are. It is a black belt. <laughs> wow. So with all, all the odds stacked, stacked against you, how did you venture into that sport? So I, again, I, I'm going to relate this back to fighting. And for me, it was a journey of discovering my own agency because Mm. so much of my life as a kid, I would stare at a TV screen and watch Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee do things that literally just blew my mind. And I, I never had the health or the ability to be able to do that. After my third open heart surgery, when I was a teenager, I actually had a mechanical valve put in my heart and suddenly my health was better. And suddenly I had this inexplicable urge. I want to do martial arts. Wow. And my parents were dead set against it. And I, I worked on them for a time. I worked on my cardiologists and I said, could I just train, but not spar. And after months of back and forth, they reluctantly agreed But I was able to suddenly, for the first time in my life, find my limits, push my limits. Uh And it was exciting for me, but terrifying for my parents. Uh And then as an adult, uh, life happened. 
I got married, I had kids, I went to college. And, and so um, in my mid thirties, I, I, I thought, you know what, I've got that drive, that urge to get back into martial arts. And so in my mid thirties, I started training in Japanese jujitsu and I wow. loved it. Absolutely loved it. And things were fine up until I was about 40 years of age. And that's when I started having difficulty in class. It was hard to breathe. And I felt this elephant on my chest. And lo and behold, my aortic arch was enlarged and at risk of bursting. So we had a, another surgery, open heart surgery scheduled. And I should, I just want to say I am, I shouldn't be here. Wow. Because my, when I was opened up, my aortic arch burst and it became a fight to save my life and if people know anything about aortic aneurysms people typically don't survive those and it's a 100% miracle from god that i'm here and so um within 20 months after my surgery i finally finished uh my training in jiu jitsu and earned my black belt which uh None of my doctors were happy about, but <laughs> I, again, I, I was very smart about what I did. And there's a term that I use. I apply it to my training. I apply it to business, but it's that you have to risk responsibly. Oh, that's good, Danny. You have to risk. You don't take foolish risks, but anything that's going to challenge you to grow, anything that's going to increase your business, anything that's going to help, help you in some measure you are going to have to step out of that comfort zone. And to do so, you need to risk, but risk responsibly. Oh, that's so good. Everything that you said, like, in that story was so powerful. And I want to just pause and really honor you for being here and for really being a walking, talking miracle. And gosh, like, the risk responsible is so rich. So I definitely want us to put a pin in that and come back to there. But there was something else that you said, two other Mm -hmm. things that you said, you talked about knowing your limits, that when you first started um, in martial arts, that was one of the first things that you really did for yourself was to Mm -hmm. know your limits. And then you also said to have your own agency. I think so often we people, a lot of folks live life through the expectations, through the, um, through other people, right? So like almost like robots, like whatever people tell us to do, that's what we're going to do. But you gaining your own agency is powerful. And I I know that that's what propelled you not only in business, but also to achieves the things that you did in martial arts. So let's talk about those three points. So I I really want you to lean into um, how can other people own their own agency? How important is it to know your limits and then really dive into risk responsibly? Yeah, so for me, I could have stayed that kid who watched Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee and admired them, I could have stayed there. But I think with staying there, with staying in that comfort zone, 
whether it's your personal life, whether it's exercise, whether it's business, you have to step out and yeah. stepping out and daring to, to try something. There's a big difference between watching Jackie Chan on a screen and stepping into a dojo and kicking somebody and sparring with somebody. There's a big difference between that. But I think ultimately you, you have to refuse to see yourself as a victim. Oh, that's good. Now, I am not a victim of my circumstance. I am choosing to be the victor in my own story. That doesn't mean I've never been victimized. It just means I'm not going to stay down. If as bad as things get, get back up. You know, a just man falls down seven times and gets up again. It's that idea. Refuse yes. the victim mentality. Oh, I love that. Gosh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much, Danny. That's so powerful. And then you threw in some word in there. That was like the icing on the cake. <laughs> I love it. And now for commercial break. Hey, sis, have you pre-ordered Unpacking? This is my newest book packed with 43 lessons to help you unpack hidden trauma. This book is for the strong girls. This book is for the brave girls. This book is for the resilient girls. This book is for the girls that has that trauma tucked away that you have never dealt with because you didn't have a safe place to unpack. Well, here it is, sis. I have literally poured my heart and my mind into this book to help you unpack. So go ahead and pre-order your book at Tuesday with Tamika backslash unpacking so we can unpack together. So let's talk really about what you're doing. I, I love to have my guests, especially when they have such a powerful message and impact on the world as you do, just truly through your life. I love to invite them to be my community spotlight. So mm -hmm. I would love for you to be my community spotlight today. And what that entails is just really telling the TWT fam how they can get in contact with you how they can even solicit your services. What do you have going on in the world these days? Um, well, it's very timely that we're talking now. Um, I am actually, um, I've spent the past two years writing a book about my, what I call my open heart journey. And I, again, it was a risk responsibly. I thought, I should write a book. And then I was terrified to do it. And that's exactly how I knew it was the right thing to do. So my book is actually coming out uh, within a few weeks. And it's about my open heart journey. And if people are curious about that, I am very easy to find online. I have a website, dannycovey.com. And I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Awesome. Well, we will definitely, definitely link all of Danny's information to the show notes. TWT fam, you guys know how we do. I want us to go out and support. I, I have a feeling that there are some folks that are that need to read this book, you know, and I don't want you to just look at it as a medical thing. Danny's story, Danny's journey can help you through relationship issues. It can help through, you know, rediscovering your relationship with God. It can help with business and, and, and fighting for what you believe. It can help with, like he, like he even mentioned, weight loss. 
whatever journey that you're on, this open heart journey, we've all experienced it. You may have not had physical open heart surgeries, but there are things of conditions of the heart that have affected us all in some way. So make sure you guys go out and support Danny. We will have the link for you to purchase the book. We'll have the links for you to connect with him via search social media. So make sure that we go out and support. Well, Danny, this has been a very, very inspiring and encouraging conversation. I would love for you to leave the TWT family with just some closing words on how to live a life to inspire and not impress because that's truly who you are. You do that on a daily basis. So please close us out with sharing how do folks continue to live a life to inspire and not impress? Well, I'm going to, I'll share with you a quote that I came across. And the first time I heard this quote, I broke down because I knew when I, when I heard this, that this is the reason why I need to write. This is the reason why I need to be on your podcast to share. And the idea behind it is I'll just, I'll just say this suffering is a human universal. Absolutely. Everybody will suffer to some degree. And what's the point of that? I've always held on to the belief that there is purpose in my suffering. And I came across this quote and I'll just, I'll just share it with you now. It says one day you will tell your story of how you've overcome what you're going through now. And it will become part of somebody else's survival guide. Oh, wow. And when I heard that, I thought, you know what? I suffer in my pain. I look to others for help. Uh, and in others' pain, they will look to me for help. So uh, if, if my story, my journey, my challenges can become somebody else's survival guide, then it's worth it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, again. And that is definitely what living a life to inspire and not impress truly means. Danny, thank you so much for your time. Tell your wife, thank you for allowing us to borrow you for this 30 minutes of just really rich conversation. Go out and support this book, you all. Make sure you tell your friends, you tell your families. And Danny, I'm just praying that God does an an incredible miracle again in your life. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. TWT family, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to rate the podcast. Share this episode with three of your friends and make sure that you continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. Turn those trials into treasures. Lift as you climb and allow God to fully restore all. Until next week, bye-bye.